Okay, this is take number four. Let me see if we have it right this time. I apologize, guys. I have no idea what's happening with Facebook. Uh, I couldn't even go live on my phone, actually, just now. Uh, it wasn't cooperating, so... <laughs> so all right, you guys can hear me. Uh, I don't look scrambled. I'm actually... I tried to go live through Facebook directly because usually that works best, but now I'm on uh, using OBS, so using some software that I've used in the past. Uh, so let's see what happens. Uh, so guys, I again apologize. We're 12 minutes in with all these technical issues. Uh, hopefully I can deliver this. And if you guys got frustrated and took off, I totally get it. <laughs> uh, we're all we're all busy people. But let's do this. Hopefully uh, some more of you start rolling in and I don't get scrambled. If I get scrambled, pretty much I'm going to just uh, cancel today's Daily Dose of Awesome and, and uh, try to figure out what's happening and maybe record the lesson for you guys. But if, if I'm good, I'm going to deliver it right now. So what's up, Wendy? Thanks for hopping on. So, all right. So today I'm going to talk to you about what I've noticed about the language patterns of the most successful people in the world, including for people I personally know, and the reason most personal development gurus, the grand majority, the people you're thinking of right now when I say the word personal development, the reason they've been so ineffective at helping you get the results you want in your network marketing business. And so I know this is controversial to kind of fly in the face uh, of, you know, certain people in the personal development space. Uh, but here's the bottom line. If they were effective at what they were, they do, then you probably would have shifted by now. You'd probably be getting some certain results or at least be making progress towards that. Um, and if you, if you find yourself in a, in a perpetual state of either feeling overwhelmed, frustrated, uh, you know, emotional uh, around your your business, on areas of your business, and that that's a norm that's happening. And at the same time, you're going through a lot of personal development stuff. Then something's not working clearly because you're still in these states of minds that are actually not very helpful. And so that's what I'm going to address here today. So uh, looks like I'm not scrambled, and so we've had some success. So let's get to this. So again, what I'm going to talk about here is on the language patterns. I'm going to show you the language patterns of the most successful people I personally know and the reason most personal development gurus, including the people you're thinking about, have been so ineffective at helping you become successful in your network marketing business. And so, uh, yes, Jan, <laughs> yes, I am going to tell the truth. So uh, this actually comes from a mentor of mine who actually spoke at the No Excuses Summit. Uh, his name is Blair Dunkley. And so this is uh, a lot of his content is going to be reflected here as I've understood it, and hopefully that's helpful for you guys as well, because Blair is a really, really smart dude, and so um, I'm going to try to distill that uh, so you guys can can understand it clearly. So Blair spoke at No Excuses, and for the first time, uh, we, we kind of revealed our, our secret weapon in our business. You know, the, the one of the people that has impacted our business and our lives and the lives of our mentorship students immensely has been Blair and also his, his wife, Melissa. And Blair have, has actually taken personal development from a whole new angle. First of all, everything he's done is based on science. So it's actually scientifically researched. Um, and he's created basically a complete, uh, I wouldn't say curriculum, but a complete model of how successful people think. And it, it's pretty remarkable that I can say that. Like a complete model that that's you know clear and 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 identifiable, uh, repeatable and duplicatable as I will talk about. And so, so I was actually and and the result of the work we've been doing with Blair was became crystal clear as I was talking to one of our attendees at the No Excuses Summit 
Uh, I was on walking to a, to a party, and, and uh, she was walking in the same direction, so we started talking. And uh, she had commented, made a comment about how I speak or, you know, what, what I do on stage. And her comment was, man, for me, you really have a way of, of speaking that just completely removes all, all of people's excuses. And uh, it was interesting that we're at the No Excuses Summit, and but also that she's saying that, that I have a way of delivering that just completely removes people's excuses. And, and, and she's thinking that she's complimenting me on my ability to influence and sell. Uh, but the, the fact of the matter is I actually don't have any formal training in sales. I've actually never been through an NLP course. I've never been through uh, training, sales training. Uh, personally, I've actually paid for training for some of our team members, but I've actually never been through any type of sales training. And not, I'm not actually knocking sales training. I, I intend to do that. It just hasn't been on, my, on the top priority list. And the reason it hasn't been on, on the priority list for me is because I've already, I already am effective at influencing. I'm already effective at sales. And what it comes down to is that when I sell, I'm actually revealing to a person uh, or when I'm trying to influence or when I'm trying to like push somebody in a certain direction, I'm actually revealing to the to that person when I'm speaking how I'm thinking. And I basically show people how I think based on based on how you know how I give them instructions or how I, how I might, might direct them, especially after having gone through uh, you know months of training with with Blair, uh, one of our speakers. And so and, and so it was kind of it was kind of cool no, noticing that somebody saw that in my ability to, to influence in a way where I kind of just obliterate people's excuses. I'm not actually trying to do that. It's just my thinking doesn't allow for excuses to actually be inserted. And what I'm going to show you today is actually a process on how you can think through any problems, any decisions, etc. Uh, in a way that's going to be very effective for you. Now, the problem with most mindset training, most personal development gurus, most personal development books is that the mind, you know, it's better than nothing. As Blair said, that is better than nothing. Thinking uh, positive and knowing your why and all that stuff, you know, it, it's it's better than nothing. But the problem is that they, they mostly show you what to think and not really how to think. Uh, and that's a, that's a big distinction, you know, because let me know, drop me a number two if you've ever felt like, yeah, this personal development stuff sounds cool. Like I just read a book on Tony Robbins or whatever, and it's and yeah, you know, I'm really inspired and motivated. But in terms of tangible action steps, what to do next? Let me know if you found a little fuzziness in that area. If you if if things if if you've ever found drop me number two. If you've ever found personal development training vague or fuzzy, yeah, they have good ideas and it gets you to reflect a little bit. But that's about it. It comes in bits and pieces. It's com it's like broken up and so sometimes uh, having a, a good mindset is almost like putting together a jigsaw uh, a puzzle a jigsaw puzzle of different things from different gurus and trying to kind of fit it into a overall uh, plan as to how to think and it becomes extremely difficult and uh, and so that's how most personal development is and that's actually how I viewed most personal development it was just it sounded good and it inspired me and and, and it did help me. However, it was still fuzzy. It wasn't clear, and uh, and so, you know, pie in the sky stuff. Yeah, it can be. It, and I, I'm not even necessarily talking about like you know law of attraction and like metaphysics and all that stuff. Uh, I'm am talking about just the the mindset training, the motivational quotes, all that stuff 
in individually as a as a as a little treat, a mind treat, it's nice, but is it actually moving you forward in your business? And and what if learning how successful people think was like learning any other skill where I give you a series of steps on how to do it? Look, so if I gave you right now a series of steps on how to how successful people think and how you can adopt that same pattern of thinking and speaking. So how we speak is how we think. Language patterns reflect our thinking. If I can show you this, uh, would you be interested? Give me a yes or a no. Drop me a big honking yes if you would be interested in learning a step-by-step -step process on how successful people think through their decisions, solve their problems, and ultimately how they talk and speak and behave around everybody. And it's, it's very, once you learn you know, to learn to recognize it, you start seeing it in people and you start seeing, you start recognizing uh, the reason some people are highly successful and some people are not successful. And, and, and some people that are not successful have been trying to work through something, have been taking courses, going to school, buying online programs, and they're still not successful. It's not the program and it's not what they're learning. It's how they're thinking. And so, Guys, what if learning how to be how successful people think was like learning how to launch a Facebook ad? So you guys, we have tutorials on how to launch a Facebook ad. Would it would it be you know what if imagine if, if making better decisions was like sitting through a tutorial to set up an ad or to set up a capture page? Do you think that might be more effective for you than getting piece, bits and pieces of motivational quotes? Drop me a number three if that's something that appeals to you. Giving, being given a process for thinking through something as opposed to be, being given, uh, you know, a dose of motivation uh, every day through some sort of, you know, Facebook post. Uh, let me know. Drop me number three if that's something that's compelling. Because what, what if learning a new, a new, what if learning a skill and learning to set up an ad and learning to set up a capture page, uh, what they all have in common, those, those things, what they all have in common is that they're identifiable, and, and write this down, identifiable. What does that mean? Well, you know what it's going to be used for. You know the purpose of what, what it is you're doing. So if I give you a tutorial on how to set up an ad, then you know it's a tutorial on how to set up an ad. It's clearly identifiable. You know what the purpose of that is, and you know what it's going to do for you. So one, uh, you know, learning how to think and, and what, and is also, it needs to be identifiable. If you learn something uh, from a personal development guru, you got to be able to identify what purpose it serves in your life. And so, and this is what I'm getting at, learning a new skill, learning how to set up an ad, learning how to prospect somebody, how to invite somebody, uh, how, to, how to craft uh, an effective curiosity post on your social media profile. All that is, when somebody teaches you how to do that, gives you a tutorial on how to do that, it's first and foremost identifiable. You know the purpose. Number two, it has to be repeatable. You got to be able to do it again. So once you do it once, it wasn't a fluke. It wasn't something that, that kind of like you pulled out of your butt. It was something that you were able to repeat over and over again effectively. So that was number two. It, it has to be, it, it's repeatable. So learning how to set up an ad, uh, learning a new skill, uh, et cetera, et cetera, is identifiable. It's repeatable. And most importantly, it's duplicatable. Duplicatable is, means that you can teach it to others. So you can show people a process and teach it to others. When you think about the tutorials we have here at Elite Marketing Pro for how to effectively market your network marketing business online, the, the steps, how to set up an ad, tutorial videos, those are identifiable, repeatable, and duplicatable because multiple people 
are learning the exact same skill set. If this is making sense, drop me drop me a number five. Uh, let me know you're, that you're with me. That uh, that you understand the idea of identifiable. You know what it, what purpose it serves. Repeatable. You can do it again. Duplicatable is that you can teach it to others. So what we focus on here at Elite Marketing Pro is that, and, and especially with our mentorship students, is not only how to market online, because uh, that's one aspect. That's that's one aspect of what we do. The other part is how to think so that you are effective over here. So first we show you how to set up an ad, et cetera, uh, and how to write your copy. But how you think will actually influence and potentially even sabotage your activities over here with your marketing. And so how to think and how to make better decisions, how to work through problems is actually just as important, if not more important than the marketing stuff. I actually think it's more important. And so knowing the how of thinking versus the what most personal development focuses on the what to think, be positive, etc. Knowing your why, uh, etc. That's not really teaching you how to think and how to think through stuff. Knowing how to think auto- will automatically make you better at making more effective decisions, uh, becoming more skilled, and figuring, being able to figure stuff out on your own versus waiting for somebody else to tell you how to do it. Uh, that's not a concept, but that is what successful people do. They don't always have somebody there to tell them exactly what to do uh, at, a, at a certain juncture in their business. And so uh, following this how to think process, which I'm going to share with you will, have you, will help you become more skilled at figuring stuff out for yourself. And the cool thing about figuring stuff out for yourself is that it will actually make you better and better at developing uh, marketing ideas and, and new business ideas that no one else has thought about. And that is the key to any successful entrepreneur. It's one thing to follow instructions like an employee and go do this, do this, do this, and I will, I will pay you. That's how employees think. Entrepreneurs, where, the, where they make money and where they, they make the most money in what they do is when they have a way of thinking that now enables them to get better and better at developing new marketing ideas, uh, being creative, etc., that no one else has thought about where you can stand out in the marketplace. So if you guys want me to walk you through this process right now as to how to effectively think, drop me a number seven. Give me a seven, a resounding seven. Give me multiple sevens because I'm about to walk you through through this process on how to approach any problem, decision uh, in your business and actually in your life too. This works exactly in your life. And uh, the cool thing is that I, I this is actually something I noticed. Once I got trained in this, uh, what I noticed is this is actually how, um, you know, my mentor, Keith Cunningham, speaks all the time. Like, I started being able to recognize his language patterns and how, how he works through stuff and how he coaches other people. And it was always in this process. Now, it, it was like all of a sudden I had decoded the, the language patterns of successful people because now I was able to see it and recognize it and hear it. And what, what was kind of fascinating for me is this, this is how Keith Cunningham speaks, talks, thinks. And, uh, and it was really cool. And so that pattern of thinking goes like this. First and foremost, you start with the who. Who's, who is actually the person that, that's going to be asked to think? Because um, usually in your case, it's going to be you. So the who is always you uh, most of the time. Now, if you're coaching somebody, uh, if you're working with somebody, then the who is somebody else. And so very likely what you're going to be doing is going through these stages to ask people questions. 
uh, and to, to kind of coach them through it. And uh, what most people will want is they want to be told what to do. And that is actually the least effective way of coaching somebody. You want to be able to ask effective questions of somebody if you're coaching so that they're able to come up with the answers. And so this is how it, this is how it goes. So the first stage is know who. Who it is, who's doing the work? So that's number one. Uh, who's doing the work um, and, and who are these kind of questions addressed to? In stage two, we address a what. And this what is a historical what. And what I mean by that is you're now you're working through a problem or, or trying to figure something out. And this is actually called the success formula, by the way. And so you, stage one is, is the who. who. Who is it that's doing the work? Number two is uh, ask a question around gathering information. A historical what is some, a question that you ask in this stage or multiple questions you might ask in this stage are questions like what worked, what didn't work, what have other people done that has worked? What have other what other ideas? How else? What what else might I do to gather you know more ideas? And uh, and and so that's it. So it's it's a it's a it's a what stage, but it's historical. You're trying to gather information about what's worked for you in the past, what hasn't worked for you in the past, um, what's worked for other people. And, and any other place you might be able to gather more ideas. And so when you think about this, when you are in stage two and you're asking yourself what worked, what didn't work, what's worked for others, what hasn't worked for others, uh, you know, what what else is out there that might um, might provide me with some ideas. When you're in this you're you're in this stage, you're actually just gathering ideas and information. You're not forming any plan yet. You're just getting ideas, and you're not going to be attached to any one idea. You're not judging any idea. One is better than the other. You're kind of just gathering. And so when you're in this stage, you're, you're simply gathering potential things that can help you work to this issue. So that is stage two, and you're just gathering information. Stage three is a different type of what stage. Stage three is what is the action plan, or uh, and that is where uh, where you ask yourself questions, what might I do, or what might I do differently? Or, or what might I do that I haven't tried? And when you start asking yourself a series of questions around creating a plan, so what ideas from what I've gathered might help me in 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 this situation? And so what what ideas might I try next? And you start asking yourself a series of what questions, what what what, where but they're focused on creating a plan, and you start formulating your plan. So that's stage number three. Sometimes. Uh, as part of your 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 stage two, you might be asking questions of a mentor. Hey, I'm looking for some uh, I'm looking for some ideas on how I, how I might uh, you know make my you know my my post or my ad work better. Uh, here's what I thought of. What do you think? And maybe that mentor might give you some more ideas, and therefore you've collected in stage two some more ideas. And then you and then in stage three, you're, you're taking some of those ideas and you're putting them into a plan of some kind. And, and you're asking yourself questions on what's going to be the most effective. Now, it doesn't mean you t- all the ideas that you gathered in stage two is not something you're, um, you're going to be using. Um, now, in stage three is where you're kind of you know, evaluating which ideas might be more effective. Sometimes you may need to go back to stage two. So you're in stage three formulating your plan, and then you go, oh, I need to actually gather some more information. So you go back to stage two, and now maybe you reach out to a mentor. Maybe you ask a question in the group. Maybe you're... You have some other resources, or maybe you you uh, you're thinking of something that you 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 didn't think of before, 
And so sometimes you may be bobbing back and forth between stage two and stage three. And so this is how successful people think and work through issues. Now, this might happen for some of you in the beginning. This is a very slow process. But as you get used to thinking in this way, it actually happens pretty quickly. And you can actually make decisions very quickly. But regardless of how long it takes you, it's more effective than being overwhelmed, being frustrated, being stuck, uh, and, and not moving forward in your business. So this is so you, you got in the beginning you have to have a little patience, guys. If this is clicking for you right now. Uh, drop me a number four. Let me know if this is, if you guys are following me here. So to recap, the first stage is just who's doing the work. That's number one. Uh, and and uh, stage two is you're you're in a what stage, and that what stage you're gathering information. So you're gathering uh, information about your own history. You're gathering information about other people's history. You're gathering information from Google or whatever you're, you're getting the information from, from resources you currently have in your back office, from resources you currently have in the group. You're, you're in a gathering, uh, information gathering stage. Next is, is the next stage is a stage three what, which is what is the action plan. And so you're asking yourself a series of questions on what you might do to, to get the result that you're going after. The final step, stage four, is action. And this is the action stage. So this is where you actually get to work. There is no thinking or anything like that. You're just doing. So those are the that is those are the four stages of uh, of essentially creating success in your life. And this is actually how people think that are successful. And if you start looking at the questions they ask themselves, the questions they ask others, uh, you might start noticing that they, they their language fits this pattern. What is not present in this model and what's not pre- present in this matter, there's actually, notice how there's zero room. There's absolutely zero room for excuses or rationalizations, justifications, or even reasons. Like the, the success formula that I just walked you through doesn't, doesn't even make room for excuses, rationalizations, justifications, reasons, circumstances. None of that is present in this. And that's the... the Incredible thing, and, and when I learned this in depth, I realized that, that by walking people and by showing them how to work through this success formula and how to think, the excuses that, they, that usually pop up in their life are no, longer, uh, are no longer present because they're walking through this. Now, they might, you, you might find yourself kind of going back or defaulting back to a state of frustration or overwhelm or excuses or whatever, and just know that you're you're kind of going back to a bad habit and you got to go back to this process and work through it again and you got to obviously trust in the process this is based on millions and millions of dollars of research that was done by the Canadian government this is not something that we created out of thin air this is based on actual research on how people think and how people create success in their life and so you know that so that that is essentially the lesson for you today Use this process, use this formula, uh, you know, because this is how I've noticed that people like Keith Cunningham think. There is no, there is no uh, room in this process, uh, these, these four stages, for creating excuses, allowing your circumstance. If you ever find yourself going, well, no one's taught me how to do that, so I'm not going to move forward. What is that? It's an excuse. Well, I, I don't know how to do that, uh, you know. That's an excuse. Well, I'm not tech savvy. You know, I, I'm you know I'm not good with technology. What is that? That's an excuse. 
That does not fit the success model. That does not fit the success formula. In the success formula, nowhere in the success formula does it do these this process ask you, uh, you know, anything about your circumstances, your background, your excuses, and so that's a, that's the biggest point I can deliver to you guys right now. And I know we ran a little long, and and so, but uh, you know, if you guys take this process seriously, I guarantee that it will change your life. And there's nothing about judging yourself here. It's just about you know, realizing, becoming aware of when it is, you know, Eric is saying it, being in a why state. We call it a why state when you're making a bunch of excuses and rationalizations. Uh, and it's the reason none of these questions start with, you know, why am I doing this or what is my why? Because that's, again, fuzzy stuff that I don't have time to go in. Cause, but think about, you know, the the reason the the... the we don't go into uh, why do I do this or why should I do that. It's because it, you know, usually think about this, and I'll, I'll close with this. When you ask your kids uh, why did you do that, um, and maybe they did something bad, or maybe they did something that you didn't approve of, or uh, you know, when they when you ask them why did you do that, what is the most likely thing they're going to tell you, or type of thing they're going to tell you? Very likely what they're going to give you is some sort of, sort of excuse, rationalization, justification. The best thing they give you is a reason, but even a reason for most people is a disguised excuse. And and so this is whenever you ask somebody, why did you do that or what, why, or why do I do this or whatever, it actually opens up the possibility that instead of being given something useful, some piece of useful information, you're actually going to be given an excuse. And so that's the reason the success formula does not have any questions around why or what is your why or any of that stuff. It's very practical, very straightforward. Who's doing the work? Stage one. Stage two is gathering historical information that can be useful. Stage three, stage three is forming the action plan. Stage four is taking action. And none of that is anyone ever asked, why are you doing this or, or, or getting into that uh, frustrated emotional state or, or doesn't ask about your circumstances or any of that. And and that's the reason successful people can break through some pretty, uh, what for most people would be insurmountable odds. So that's it for today. Hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Uh, again, I know I ran long and hopefully, uh, please uh, tag anyone in this video that you think might benefit from this training. Uh, this is probably, in my opinion, the best uh, daily dose of awesome I've ever done, and that's not because I delivered it in the most elegant way. way. It's because it's probably the most important lesson that people can internalize, so that everything else they do can be can be uh, successful. Take care, everybody. Have an awesome day. Thank you, Jan, for being on and being uh, our biggest uh, fan here. Thank you, Eric, uh, Wendy. You guys are awesome. Take care. <laughs>